Yeah. Yeah. Let's see how box office. Pennywise <laughs> or something? Yeah. No. My one word is fun but disappointing. That's, That's not one. <laughs> I want to get back to the more serious topic of. Have you seen my one? <laughs> Have a look at my gorge hands. <laughs> look at my gorge hands. <laughs> Shit, I've <laughs> yeah, lost it. Yeah, no, it's not there. No. Yeah, that's it. No, no, Damn no. it. <laughs> TV, it's where I'm at. You know that. Yeah. yeah I'm happy. Look, you know what? I'm happy to do that. But <laughs> Which my... one? <laughs> Sorry. What a stupid thing that was. Yeah. You yeah. will get your piece of chicken in a second. <laughs> We go with another episode of Off Topic with the Movie Guys. Yeah. I'm Sean Macy, and joining me today, what feels like <laughs> about a year ago, I know, right? is Jason McDonald. I'm busting at the seams to chat. <laughs> Hello and Happy New Year to you, man. Oh my God, can you? Happy New Year, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm sort of over saying that now, that whole HNY. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, it's been forever, that's what it feels like, mm. uh, since you and I have sat in a room together. Like, I know, right? Yeah, there've been episodes out there. In fact, I think we had like 10, 11 and 12. Yeah, and the yeah, the best of and I feel like you cheated on me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's exactly what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to sit there and listen to your other person cheating on you. I know. Like it's, it's And I've got some stuff to say about that, but I might just park that for a little bit. <laughs> but how are you? <laughs> uh, I'm really well actually. I've uh, I've now finished my job. Yes. On Australian Spartan. How does that feel? Wow, yeah. I mean, like like any sort of job, it's a weight lifted off. I know mm. a lot of people. If you if you finish your job, it, it's kind of depressing in a way. But in this um, sort of industry, it's nice. You you finish, you have a little bit of time well, you off. Also, work so hard in that time. You know, you're three four months on, and when you're on, you are on. You know, big yeah, time. definitely. So anyway, I, I'm I'm in a really good place, um, and uh, yeah, I'm going to spend some time. I am a little just... bit jealous, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, most people are yeah. when they speak to me about it, but I'm still dragging my ass into uh, the CBD every <laughs> but, day. But the thing is, like you said just a, a moment ago, that there is a an polar opposite to having time off, and um, that is like today I went through 700 emails that I haven't even looked at, wow. um, and there are some important ones that I missed. Uh, but you just, you just, whatever, life you can outside only do of work what doesn't you can matter. Only do. Yeah. And here we are, uh, about to do another podcast. Yeah. And I'm really excited. So cheers. Cheers. To 2018. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a good year. Get yeah. rid of 2017. What a crap year it was for most people. Mm, it was a bit of a shitty year, wasn't it? It's funny how we do that with our years, isn't it? Like you, you sort of. Mm. You're able to throw things aside and go, you know, I'm going to start afresh. Even though we know there's no difference, it just really helps, doesn't it? Just changing a year and going, all right, I'm starting afresh. Yeah, it is, right? It's it's like a reset, I guess. And, you know, like I, I, um, I shape my years around, you know, one of my worst years of my life, I got, uh, you know, armed hold up in the, like on the 31st of December. Yeah, right. And it was just a shitty year and that just capped it off, you know. This year, my dog dies in the last week of the the year. Oh, know? yeah. So, yeah, you kind of – it's weird how that shit happens when you have a really shitty year. Well, having said that, having said that, yeah, I did go to Thailand with the family. That was really oh, nice. Oh, that's right. I yeah. had a holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
There are some positives, definitely, yeah. of course. And speaking of which, obviously I've been away on a cruise for like <laughs> 10 days and I'm still like, I've still got my sea legs, man. Like, Really? Oh, is, that, gotta, cause is that a thing? I've never really yeah, been on a cruise. Yeah, so. it's, it's kind of weird, but you got to wean me off the... You know, I had, a, I had a drinks package and I was representing. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And it was just so uh, much fun. Like, uh, we, we, we went to uh, New Caledonia. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. You know, we're spoilt for beaches here in Australia, no question. Definitely. But when you see their beaches, you're like, damn. I saw a couple of photos that you put up online, which show you, and then you could see your legs under the water, <laughs> and then you could see everyone else's legs that were about 20 meters away. I know, right? <laughs> Crazy clear. Yeah, beautiful. Crazy clear. Yeah, so that was great. I'm just I was really had a great time. But um, it's funny when you get off, it's kind of like you have jet lag. It's like a it's kind of like a jet lag, but you're not crossing time zones. Well, we didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you take a couple of days to recover, and I think it's maybe it's detoxing and really having a hangover the first time. <laughs> yeah. How, how many uh, drunk people came up to your wife and went, "Hey, baby, you want to feel the motion of the ocean?" <laughs> I just feel that this is a place where you get these guys who just try out yeah. really lame lines like that. Look, I got, I do have some stories, and uh, but not, not really too many. Um, there was certainly a lot of admiration for my wife. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Good. Um, a yeah. lot of people were shocked to learn that she has a 20-year-old daughter who was also on the cruise yeah. in the nightclub till 3 a.m. <laughs> every night. <you> know? <laughs> I, I am also shocked if you're listening to this, Jason's wife. <laughs> that was very well done yeah. Thank you, yeah, as natural as I could <laughs> So what about yourself, man? How was it while I was away? Mm. Well, as you heard, I caught up with uh, Tony Good good friend yeah. And obviously you, you're a good and, friend of his as well Hey, listen, shout out to Tony too, man I really appreciate you filling in And you were wonderful I really enjoyed listening to you on that on the episode I know he would say, oh, thanks guys <laughs> um, But uh, I went with him on Sunday to Flickr Fest Which is the short film festival To show his film Pile With his yes. producer, yeah. uh, Pete Ireland Yeah, you were talking about that on the uh, special interview Yeah, yeah And uh, finally got there, saw it it was great. I've seen it before, of course, this one, uh, but it was really well received um, by the crowd. Awesome. And because it was an Australian premiere, this was the first time uh, I've been in a cinema with people who don't know him watching it. Yeah. So you're really going to get a good understanding Honest of how people reaction. feel about it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. and it's hard. You know, you, you know, I could, I could feel he was he was nervous, and of course you would be. But walked out happy. Um, people, yeah, laughed at the right spots and had comments in the right spots. So. I remember the first time uh, I saw her, I was lucky enough to be invited to a very, you know, fa family, friends and cast screening, a crew screening. I was completely blown away by this film. And I kept coming up to Tony after it, you know, ranting in his ear yeah, about yeah, how good yeah. it was. I'm sure he thought I was just pissed or something. But no, <laughs> it was genuine. I, I just thought it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? The whole lineup actually was, was really good. And I think that I've obviously matured uh, in my tastes and, yeah. and also in – What's the word like jealousy? You know when you no no I'm serious when you, yeah. you you go to these festivals and you see things and you're like oh I could do that yeah um, and he's one of your uh, was one of your traits yeah thanks <laughs> um, and uh, well, at least you don't deny it right it's no good. no no of course like you know the first uh, sign of healing right there <laughs> no uh, there are still some terrible ones which uh, and in fact I was the nicest <laughs> out of anyone there about all these films. Um, so talk to me about this. There was though. one. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. There was one particular. Yeah, yeah. Girl of the Sky, um, which I think you should ha have a, a look at. It was an Australian director, but it went to the Ukraine 
to to do this, and it's just about a story of a girl and a guy having a conversation on a really really tall. Um, I'm going to call it a building. It's not a crane. It's kind of like the Eiffel Tower. Oh, yeah. I saw a still when I was looking through the films. I saw that still, yeah. So it's like a kind of small version of the Eiffel Tower. That's like an an electrical tower or something like that. Anyway, having a conversation there and then someone else joins them and a bit of of thriller content uh, ensues. I can't give it away. It's a short. It's too hard to talk about too much. But... It's really well done. You're in an edgy deceit the whole time, questioning what's going on. Okay. And if you can do that in a short film, right. well done. Yeah, hats off. Now, speaking of uh, short, um, I did notice that Tony's film runs for that 15, 16 minute mark. Yes. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. 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 Now, but the others were, most of them were maybe sub 10. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, most were around the sort of 10, yeah, yeah sub so 10 mark. So was one of the longer short films. Sure. And yeah. there was the, the longest was a, about 24 minutes. Right, okay, cool. Um, and is there actually a time limit or no in short? Uh, I'm sure there, is. there has to be. There would be uh, for each category as well. I don't know what that is, but they would put that on the application. Yeah. Now, speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of Tony and the uh, episode 12 that you guys so craftily <laughs> did, yeah. um, i got to tell you, man, like I, I was listening to it. I was really enjoying it. And it was a bit weird me listening from the uh, – from the uh, benches. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, a bit strange. I had the same with you and uh, Dickie mainly because I know mm. Shane, obviously, I've been, been in with him, but right. never heard Dickie on the radio. But you didn't mention me. <laughs> I knew, until I knew the, this was going to come you up. You didn't actually mention me <laughs> until the 38-minute mark of the podcast. <laughs> it took you 38 minutes. You know, I think it was actually Tony that actually reminded you, going, yeah, yeah what was Shane doing? And then you, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he's oh, on a cruise or something. That was it, 38 minutes. Well, what do, you, what do you want from me? What about an intro of, hey, we've got Tony here because Jason's away. Why? Well, I thought listeners are smart. They understand well, that when they, don't hear, yeah, when they don't hear your voice that obviously you're not there. I don't need to tell them you're not there. <laughs> I've missed our listeners too, by the way. I've missed the pod. Yeah. Love you guys out there. Thank you for your support. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's true though. Fan, fan. Uh, and and doing it with you is is like we started it just so uh, you know we could um, see each other sort of once a week because you have yeah. busy lives and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Uh, and obviously, not doing the pod with you means that there was about a four week period where we really didn't get a chance to catch up. Yeah. Although we did have Christmas Eve together Which with was our families. Awesome, yeah. yeah, and that, that was, was great. Wonderful. Yeah. Mm. So a lot of lot of fun there. A lot of food. A lot of drinks and uh, yeah, <laughs> it was very good. Um, you know what? Funnily enough, with all of this, uh, uh, like time that we've had uh, off, I haven't had a chance to watch a whole lot. Right. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've done The Grinch, and I've um, <laughs> on Christmas Day. Yeah, that yeah. Elf and things like that. I did Love Actually on Christmas Day. Love Actually, yeah, yeah. nice. God, that's a that's a great film. It just gets better and better too. Yeah, so good. Hey, listen, before we go on to yeah. uh, content, can I just I just want to go back to the episode. Thing you guys recorded, uh-huh. and I've mentioned the thirty-eight minute thing. I won't oh, right, harp on it as well. So I, was, I knew I knew you were going to have something. I, I won't harp on it. <laughs> I won't harp uh, yeah, on it. No, no. Sure. In all seriousness, I really liked your uh, top five Aussie films. Oh yeah, I, I thought, okay. I thought that was really good. And what I felt was funny because uh, when I was listening to you guys, I yeah. wanted to pitch in. Yeah, you know, yeah. I reckon some it's of good our listeners that happens, feel that yeah. way too, right? But two things. One, I'd like to give you my top five Aussie films. Mm-hmm. And very quickly, I won't talk oh, about yeah, that. I'll just yeah. give them to just you. I really liked your top five. And I thought um, Tony's was really good too. 
and you know more discerning, of course, because yeah. you know that's Tony. But he, him giving you shit about Crocodile Dundee as number one, I know. I was not happy with that. It's my top five. Well, well firstly, it's your top five. <laughs> it's my right? top five. It's your top five. <laughs> Mine. Yeah, yours. You can do what the hell you want. Anyway, speaking of which, this is my top five, which includes more than five. My, <laughs> no water, right? Mad Max Fury Road or Mad Max, Wolf Creek, Lantana, which both of you mentioned, um, The Castle, which I think you, you talked about, uh, Croc Dundee for sure, and Lion and Hacksaw Ridge as more recent Aussie films. Yeah, good. Uh, that, would, that would be kind of my makeup of my top five. It's, it's really difficult to do a whole top five. Yeah. Oh, God. It really was. And there were loads that I like. I missed out on. As I said, I mentioned Cozzy, but I remember loving that film. And things like Shine. Yeah, Cozzy's great. Shine's yeah. great. You mentioned that, though. And the other mm. one, um, well, uh, Somersault. I'm, I'm really glad that um, Tony mentioned that as well. And yeah. Um, yeah, I know what you think, but I, sure. I mean... No, it was, really, it was um, well really received at the time, wasn't it? Mm. I know that, you know. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, we, we, uh, I didn't get a chance to whole watch a, a whole lot. But I thought I'd just give you a quick sort of um, view of what I, I saw. Sure. One of those was um, you mentioned Love Actually. Well, I went and did Notting Hill. Yeah. With Love that my film. wife, and it, it was one my of my top three rom coms of all time. Yeah. Yeah. It, and you know what? And you know what it was uh, like when we review something. Uh, it was just happened to be on TV. We caught it on television. Right. So I've seen it at the cinema. I, I'm definitely saw it at cinema. Seen it on DVD or VHS even, and now I've seen it on TV. It was just on. And we oh, were going to so watch. So you're some... saying you're like, you're, sorry, you're saying you're like, you know, kind of third time. Oh, Notting Hill is probably about six or seven times. Oh, okay, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was it was on. It was one of those times where we were going to um, watch something new, but you can't help it. You see oh, Hugh you, Grant yeah, and yeah. Julia Roberts, and just fall into it again. Hugh Grant is really amazing, and in actual yeah. fact, uh, he's getting real big buzz about his role in Paddington Two. Yeah, like really yeah. big. But he's been nominated for a BAFTA. Yeah, no, I, I've I saw him on Graham Norton actor, I think. Yeah, and I were talking about how it's one of his best roles in years. Yeah, but then you look at like Love Actually, he was brilliant as the Prime Minister. Yeah, you know, and and Notting Hill, and oh, I mean, Four Weddings and a Funeral for crying out loud. Yeah, the, those so three, good. if you can call them a trilogy, which you can't really, but I'm going to oh. call it, let's call it the English trilogy, English yeah. Hugh Grant trilogy. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. You're taking that away you're, with you uh, to an island, right? Like that's, that's yeah. you would be happy with just those three films. Yeah. Probably need like a horror or action just to mix it up a little bit, just one, but you, I'd be happy watching them over. And, and just they keep giving as well. standing in front of a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Wanting to love me? Yeah. <laughs> Asking her to love me. Asking. But yeah, she says it to him the other, like first, the other way yes, around. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You threw me, bro. You threw me. It's very funny. So uh, what else did you watch or see? Uh, or? So I did see uh, Three Billboards, which, you know, this week yes. we'll hear you and I um, in a review on that film because it's it needs it. Yeah. It's calling for it. Yeah, we're going um, deep on that one. Definitely. Uh, Vikings, you know, just it's coming out week by week, so it's difficult because it's so good and... Love it. So, sorry, you're up to date on that. So, what are we yeah. up to? Season four? No, I no. think it's. Oh, I don't Three? look at the four. things anymore. But it's like no five, not six. I don't think, but it's definitely past oh. four. And is our mate Travis um, Fimmel still in? in well, you know, I don't want, don't, don't want to give any spoilers. Oh, sorry, yeah, of course. If he's um, not, because it's because some people are still watching it on oh, okay. say yeah, we Netflix. Better not talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Netflix only have I think up to three. Yeah, maybe four. Okay. Anyway. Um, it's still got a very good cast. 
involved. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> everyone from the original three. I think you just gave it away. No, no. Everyone from the original three is still involved. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, that's what I'll say for castings. My Scientology... Did you want to talk about Travis Fimmel for a sec? I like this story. Yeah. Yeah. So you remember we were working a little bit, helping out a, a friend of ours, John Soto, director, uh, who did a movie called Needle, a horror film back in, uh, I don't know, maybe six yeah. years ago. And, and uh, Crush as well. And Crush, yeah. yeah which yeah. big fans of. Anyway, um, M- and M-M-M. one thing you said to me is when we first saw like a screener of it, mm. uh, just after uh, post-production, um, and you said... Travis Fimmel, the character, he plays uh, Aussie Cast. Sorry, yeah. Aussie Cast. Aussie Cast, yeah. Mainly. Uh, and Travis Fimmel plays uh, the brother. He does, uh, yeah. Really kind of a – he plays an eccentric photographer. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you, I remember you saying to me, that Travis Fimmel, man, he's got something special. Now, yeah. when I watched it, I didn't quite see what you saw. Like, like don't get me wrong, I thought he was really great. Yeah. Um, but you really picked up on it early. Yeah, I was a big fan. And yeah. uh, he, he reminded me a lot of uh, like Brad Pitt in sort of like 12 yes, Monkeys yes. era where he was just a bit fidgety with his uh, dialogue and, yeah. and, and his mannerisms. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, you add in sort of just the Australian accent that he, that he put on quite well. Um, so put on quite well, I should say, that he dealt with well because one of my big problems with Aussie films is usually that the Australian accent sort of, I don't know, it's just, it's a bit cutting, grating, yeah. grating, yeah. Grating, yeah. Um, but he, he dealt with that really well. Uh, then I saw, yeah, my Scientology movie, um, the documentary with the, Louis Theroux. Louis, yep, I've, I've seen that, yep. Theroux. Um, that, was, that was good. Yeah. The, I mean, the whole Scientology thing just uh, is interesting. Oh, same. I'm, I'm uh, very intrigued by it. For me, going clear... Uh, was uh, was I enjoyed going clear? Enjoyed's the wrong word. I appreciated going clear probably a little bit more than uh, my Scientology film. Yeah, look, it, it wasn't one of the greatest ones, and I've seen a couple of others on SPS that were better. Still, uh, there were mo- Still there are moments in that that he's able to, um, you know, uh, uniquely become individually involved with these people. Yeah, um, you know, and two of those moments are when he's being filmed. Uh, while he's trying to shoot in the studio and he walks across the street to talk to them and he's just so cagey about everything. Yeah. And then um, the second is when he, he's going to their film studios um, and he's outside on the street and, and they come over and tell him that it's, you know, private land, private road and it wasn't. In yeah. fact, you know, and there's a whole sort of police thing about that. So those two things are really interesting because it just shows you the type of gang that they are. Mm. I won't say too much. because And don't, they don't pay taxes. I don't pay Schmack. Um, the last thing I saw based on our uh, top 10 of the year, I oh, yeah. there was a big thing about Baby Driver. Right. So I've seen half of Baby Driver. Okay. And that's just because I just had to. It was, there was no other way I could get around. Um, yes, yes, yes. Yep. And what, where is your head at so uh, far? So the first comment that was made during the whole thing was via my wife, who said after 30 minutes, does this go on forever? Because I don't think I can handle it. Yeah, wow, okay. Um, and I said, I don't know. I feel the same way, but I'm going to push through it. So I did. And I'm so glad that they went away from the whole music yeah. moving to thing. Because yeah. I thought it was the whole film. Which right. is why I was like, right. I don't want to watch this thing. I can't do it. Now that I know that a lot of the film, in fact, isn't to do with any of the music and... Uh, and whatnot, I was it, like, oh. It, it still it subtly appears later on in the film. I'm not sure where you're up to, but 
Um, there's a shootout that's timed to music, right? Um, other than that, it does turn into it. It turns very. Oh, how far are you into it? Like half? like they're actually about halfway. Like it, it it does. Like as I said, it comes in and it goes back out. But yeah. in my head, when someone said you got to watch it, I was like, I don't want to because it's going to be like that the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, it ends up being very uh, almost. Um, you know, and this is with respect to Edgar, Edgar Wright, and very much takes a Quentin Tarantino turn. Sure. And that's all I'll say because yeah, I don't cool. want to spoil it for you and it's for the best. I want to go back and finish it, yeah. but I'm not hanging to go back and finish okay. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. Um, I saw a few films, not too many actually because uh, I was on a boat. I was on a boat, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, you want me to sing that? I'm on a boat, man. I'm on a boat. <laughs> Shout out to Lonely Island. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw three billboards with you, which we'll talk about. Um, I watched uh, – I'm three quarters of the way through downsizing. Yeah, with okay. Matt Damon. Uh, so I'll give a review on that when when I finish. I guess. Yeah, I want to um, see that. And then I also watched Arrival with uh, M, uh, my daughter, my youngest daughter, uh, uh, last night. You and I saw that originally, didn't we? At um, we Dandy. did. Yeah, 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 we did. Um, so this was my fourth time watching it in twelve months. Oh, right. Yeah, I knew I knew you really liked it. Yeah, when it first well, came, I, out. I really love it. You know, yeah, and, and I liked it. Mm, yeah. And M likes um, mind benders. She loves those kind of really, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to say mind fucks, but uh, yeah. sure. Anyway. Usual, usual suspects. Is that? Mind? Oh, she hasn't seen Usual yet. Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But that kind of film, right? Although it's got a different meaning now. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I thought oh, I've got to show Arrival because it's slow and slow build and great directing and that, but it's got a great twist and. And, uh, yeah, so we watched that uh, last night, my fourth time. Still one of my favourite sci-fi dramas of all time, in my opinion. Like right up there with 2001 and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And the only other thing I've really done is, um, I'm sorry, watched, is uh, The Punisher. So I'm probably up to about episode seven of The Punisher, which is on Netflix. Yeah, I think after Marvel. the first episode we've spoken, you said there could be something in this. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, have you seen it or not? No, no, I haven't yet. Okay. No. So, for me, the Marvel TV shows are hit and miss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daredevil, hit. Yep. Yes? Yeah, first, first season. First season. Yeah, yeah. The rest of them, uh, But this Punisher is really grounded and I love that. And um, I think it's actually, I'm enjoying it more than Daredevil. So I think it's a cut Interesting. above Daredevil. Okay. You know? Yeah, I think, I mean, the Punisher character seems more along my speed. I think so. So yeah. I think I'll enjoy that. Uh, anything else? What do you, what else you got? Well, that's all I got, but I just wanted to say one thing, yeah. actually, and yeah. it's, I'm, a little bit, I'm a, a little bit upset. Okay. Because um, I'm a little confused, yeah. Well, you know, like <laughs> I, I, I think when we say stuff on the podcast and we talk about stuff, oh, we'll, we'll do this, we'll do that, I like to think that on the most part we can back that up, right? Yeah. I mean, there are some things that I don't do because sometimes we're drunk at the end and I'll say something. Sure, sure. Like but I, I listened to one back about Tony's AMSR films or something where people open boxes and have sounds and you tingle. Oh, yes. And I said, oh, I should make – I'm not going to make one of those. No, no, no. But, I mean, you know, I, I talked about – on the best of 2017 episode, I talked about um, um, uh, Kim, Kim Peel's little skit that they did about the, um, the substitute teacher and I yeah. put it on our Facebook feed. 
Just oh, to, nice. you know, yeah, yeah, I, saw I, fo- that. I follow up. That's yeah, what I do. I, okay. I, I talk about it. I say, I'll put that on the feed. Yeah, well, you yeah. might even say that. Oh, we should put that on the yeah, feed. Yeah. And I do. You do. Hmm. I mean, but to be fair, that's 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 what you do. So about four episodes it's your, ago, it's your job. we were pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> four episodes ago, we were pretty drunk, yeah. right? And we're what, talking what, about. What we're say? talking about. I don't know how how it came up. But we're talking do I get about, to keep my pants on? <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> we were talking about Rain Man Rock. Remember, we we're just kind of a bit loose yeah, and no, we we're I, just banging yeah, around. I remember, I remember. And you said, that. "I'm going to go away. I'm going to make a." A song or whatever, you know, rap or whatever <laughs> about that. And I'm like, okay, I was definitely great. drunk then. Yeah. Did I? And then well, uh, the, the next week you're in Queensland and you're in Queensland for two weeks, right? And I had guests come on the show. Or I, you probably didn't even listen to the episodes, but. Um, <laughs> I, listen, I listened to about, you know, 12.5%. <laughs> <laughs> Not the full four hours? Not the full director's cut? No, I, I listened. I did. I listened to all of it. And I was saying that, well, Sean's probably up on Queensland in Queensland and in his downtime, he's probably doing the rap, right? Yeah. Or doing the song or whatever you're going to do. So then, then you have the chance. You come up and do your own episode and it's still nothing. So my question to you, is this empty promises or what? What have you done about Rain Man Rock? Right. I've done nothing. Right. And that's, <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, who we has time to make listeners? a song? Well, you you do. You've just finished your job, and you're only working at nights in Queensland. <laughs> yeah, and sleeping during the day. <laughs> <laughs> you're only working, working to three a.m. or four a.m. Well, do you know what? To be fair, I knew you were going to be like this. I really did. I knew that you were going to be talking about. Uh, this Rayman Rock thing because I remembered this. I remembered making that comment. So today, <laughs> coming into this podcast, I created Rainman Rock. What? Yeah, <laughs> I did. I created Rainman Rock, and I want to. Oh, <laughs> it's. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna start by saying. What? <laughs> yeah, it's it's terrible. Well, I wouldn't expect anything less. Because I got or anything it, more. <laughs> I got it on the first take. And anything that you get on the first take obviously is not great. <laughs> so I'm, all I'm hearing is excuses, actually. Oh, and they're going to be more. Don't worry about that. So I thought, all right, I know that I'm, I don't have time to do this, but I'm going to do it because I just needed to. I knew you were going to say something. I knew you were going to say something. So okay, I, well, well, let's. What, have you got I, I something? Just, yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay, well, play let's it roll the tape. No, let's... Okay, I'll say one more thing. Gosh. Basically, I needed a character. So my character is still me going into a Korean karaoke bar. What? (laughs) Singing (laughs) the Rain Man Rock. All right. Let's have a listen and I'll give you my comment after you play it. So just tell me what you think. Now listen! Jay is stepping out! I'm gonna turn around! Not bad, actually. I'm gonna turn around <laughs> once and until the rain that rocks. <laughs> oh, Jay, Jay! Oh, we're getting bad here. Predict the sky and you do the rain and rock. 
Oh, we're going downhill. One take, as I said. <laughs> I'm trying to listen to the words. Eagle Rock? It's not Eagle Rock. Do you like myself backing myself up? Yeah. That's a dual track there. Is that it? Yeah, do we wind this up or what? Well, look, I got to tell you, I'm pretty impressed with that. And that's <laughs> no, only because you actually thought of doing it. Yeah. And I, I thought I'd actually get you. I really did. I, I actually sat in this room this morning with this mic, yeah. which is a podcast mic. Not that it would have made any difference, by the way. I should not <laughs> mention that. Uh, and and reverb, full tilt. <laughs> I, I knocked it out in the first <laughs> bun because I didn't have time to do it any other way. So, yeah, you heard me say Eagle Rock once because I was reading through my words that I had written down quickly. It's funny that uh, it didn't get a mention in there because I was so far from the, the box office I, result. Honestly, like, I put the words up, I downloaded a track, I read through the words quickly and thought, what can I change? Yeah. And then I recorded it once, recorded uh, the backing vocal once, <laughs> put those in three lines, switched nice. them around a bit, and... Uh, <laughs> there you are, a song that no one will ever listen to again. I'm giving you props, man. I really am because I really thought you'd either wouldn't do it or you'd fail miserably. Uh, well, I'm I'm above <laughs> the failed miserably part, maybe. Just, but you. But I think but only because I gave you that setup of the of the uh, Korean karaoke restaurant. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Well done, mate. I, I think uh, I think that's good. I think you've uh, risen to the occasion. But we can't release that anytime soon. Anyway, uh, I think I'll just move on from that and uh, let's head into our next segment. News, it happens. <laughs> News, it happens. I forgot the head shake. News. <laughs> It happens. <laughs> uh, it does, and yeah. it did this week. Do you know uh, Doug Lehman? I know the name. Yeah. He's the uh, director of American Made. Yes. Tom Cruise's last film and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yes, yep. And the very underrated uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I love Edge love of Tomorrow. Love right, yeah. yeah. So Edge of Tomorrow is kind of famous for being like a critics and audiences loving it, yeah. but not really smashing it at the box office for some reason, right? I think it still made money, but it didn't make a lot of money, you know. Um, anyway, so Doug Lehman came out today and said that his next film could actually be the sequel to uh, Edge of Tomorrow. And there's been a lot of excitement by this and because uh, it's such a great film. And he's really keen to do the sequel because he has said that he's doing something very, very different for a sequel. He can't explain it, but you'll know it when you see it and you'll Good. get it. Yeah. And it's kind of like a prequel sequel. And he said that he can't wait to do it. But anyway, so um, obviously they got to wait for Tom Cruise to stop Well, that filming. story allows you to, to do sort of time shift yeah. and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, it'd be really interesting. Mm. Yeah, so I'm really excited for that. Um, yeah, just got to wait for Tom to finish. Uh, yeah, take my on? money. I'm in. Yeah, exactly right. Mission Impossible 6, which he's currently filming. Yeah. 
I gotta see it. I can't help it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Are you a Halloween uh, fan? Um, I'm not a super fan. Okay. And I'm a kind of fan. Right, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't call myself a super fan either, but I love horror and that's one of the greatest I'm probably a level icons, below right? you. Then. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so, but I'm intrigued by this and that is uh, that they're, they've just started filming um, production on the new Halloween uh, remake reboot. Now, what this, what's interesting about this yeah. is it has uh, – it's kind of like the second film. So you've got the original Halloween – by John Carpenter, mm-hmm. and then you have, and this is going to be like almost Halloween Part Two, and it has Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, I did see that somewhere. Yeah. And what's interesting about this is it's co-written by Danny McBride, the comedian. Oh yes, right. And I really like Danny McBride. So it's quite intriguing, yeah. and uh, I believe it's got John Carpenter's um, approval, and uh, I think it's going to be uh, go back to its classic roots. You know. Great. Um, again, you've mentioned Danny McBride. If he's involved with it, I'm in. Yeah. So yeah. that started filming today. So I'm very keen for that. Watch that space. Uh, now, we've talked about the uh, Quentin Tarantino's um, Charles Manson movie quite a bit on the pod. Yeah. Uh, so just to make it official, Leonardo, Leo, has officially signed on to QT's next film. And do we know anything about that Nothing role? more. Or? Oh, no. Well, we're assuming he could be actually Charles Man- Manson. Oh, well, he's either going to be the uh, the big young actor, that doesn't really make sense, or Charles Manson, really. Yeah. From what we know, you know, the small the small bit that we know, but I'm very excited for that. Because I loved him in Django Unchained. Yeah. He was yeah, yeah, such yeah. a great supporting role. So good, you know. So anyway, and uh, he's still eyeing out Tom Cruise and Margot Robbie. Uh, now, but this one is going to get you going, I think. He's also... <laughs> Eyeing off a role for um, Al Pacino. Oh, yes. To put him in the mix. Bring him. Oh, bring him back. Bring him, yeah, and you know that Quentin, Quentin's famous yeah, no. for. <laughs> he's famous for re- resurrecting careers. Now, Al's been doing a lot of films in the last 10 years, but I can tell you that they're all director video for the most part. You know, so, yeah. um, yeah. Uh, this Quentin's be- got a great ass. <laughs> Oh, we should reserve that for shite impressions. Yeah, that sorry. was very good. Was it all right? I don't know. That was all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have a great answer? Uh, I don't know. This is something Pacino says, right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> now, this one, um, you're either going to love or hate. <laughs> hey, I'm a lot kinder in my older age. <laughs> we'll see. So, <laughs> we, no, no, no. You listen, hear me out. Hear me out. So... Um, a surprise hit came out uh, yep. last year. I think it was last year. Maybe the year before. I think it was last year. And that was Creed, right? Oh, yeah. Apollo. Yeah. Which yeah. was, yeah, Apollo Creed um, with Rocky, yep. with Sylvester, and his performance was amazing. Michael B. Jordan, blah, blah, blah. Really, really great film. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. So they're making the sequel, of course, because it was quite well received and it did pretty well at the box office. So what the storyline is here, and this is where you'll either love or hate so Creed's son, which was what Creed was about, Adonis Johnson, yeah. played by Michael B. Jordan, will be fighting Ivan Drago's son. <laughs> Did you hear me correctly there? Is that, is that from um, Game of Thrones, Drago? <laughs> <laughs> so if, if people, for people who don't remember, uh, in Rocky Four, Sly uh, Rocky fought uh, Ivan Drago, played by Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
and amazing. Like, I mean, I was in my prime age. I was probably about 14, 15 then. So I was like, yes. Yeah. You know. No, I remember that. That was yeah. probably the, my first Rocky. Right. The, you know? the Russian mon, you yeah. know, the snow montages. Oh, wow. I can't remember what he says, but, it, you know, I will destroy you. Yeah. I don't know. I, I will break you. I think yeah. he did both. <laughs> one was at a press conference and one was in the, yeah. uh, on the face off. So, um, yeah, so what do you think about that? So Creed's son's fighting Ivan Drago's son. As long as Creed it features too. the line from the guy in Creed who says, you're nothing but a false Creed. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing. I lo- actually, I really like that film, I should say. It's not the only thing I love about it, but I love that line from that film. Was that, was that the line by the um, his opponent? Yeah. yeah. You're a false Creed. English, yeah, yeah. He's very good. And uh, yeah, what else? No, that's all I got. That's good. Oh, uh, man, that was, that was good. Yeah, nice and tight, you know, and yeah. the news. You know why? Because it happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. When that's you, such a visual when you, gag. Uh, when you come into the hey, here. We're not into shy impressions gotta, yet. you got to do a... Uh, oh, hang on, it's uh, our next segment. <laughs> you got to do a shy impression. <laughs> you, uh, you, you, uh, if you didn't know, that was Rocky. And we're heading into shy impressions. Hey, uh, Chris, I'm going to count down from three. You're on the podcast, and I want you to give me your best Yoda impression. Three, two, one. Suck dicky does. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, mate. I'll I'll call you back. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) That was all right. On the spot. Yeah, on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Camo, Jace here, mate. Yo, yeah, I, yep. yeah, I got that call right You're live on the podcast, and you have three seconds to do your best Yoda impression. Wait, wait, Go. Yeah, no, okay, what, what's up? <laughs> You're live on the podcast, and <laughs> you have three seconds to do your best Yoda impression. Go. No lesson for you. That's good. <laughs> Thank- yeah, thanks, bro. Hey, mate. Yeah. I'm good, mate. Uh, mate, you're currently on the podcast with me, just so you know. Um, I just want to give you three seconds and uh, get you to do your best Yoda impression. Ready? Three, two, one, go. There is no Christ. Yes. Yeah, that was good. That was awesome, great. man. Hey, I'll, 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 I'll call you uh, over the week. <laughs> Thanks, bye. So we've been working uh, hard on on this one. I know uh, in my what, lifetime. That? <laughs> in, in my lifetime, I'm working hard on uh, on this one. Well, you... I just heard one of your shite impressions before this segment, <laughs> and you're done, buddy. You don't need to do anything else. Oh no, that was no, shite, no. and it was an impression. You're done. Hey, no, but we agree because we went back and forth this week on actually what we could go with, mm. and we settled, I believe, on Yoda. Oh. Or as my sons say, yoga. Yeah, yoga. Yeah. I, I thought it was chewy. <laughs> Shit. So I've got to do chewy in Yoda voice now, don't yeah, I? Yeah, exactly. Have you got it? Go. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I oh. want you to do it. Ready? No. Three, two, one, go. Well, Yoda does no. everything backwards. So Just, do do you... Just do oh. it. Just do it. There you go. Done. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I feel you thought about it too much. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was funny. Um, so, yeah, we, we settled on Yoda. And, now, and so anyone listening out there, first-time listeners, what we do with Shite Impressions is obviously we'll take someone like Yoda and we'll take... <laughs> Two lines that we think and will uh, utterly offend him. Yeah, utterly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is not great. These are shite impressions. Yeah. But we do our best, and you know sometimes we come near, near getting about fifty percent of the way. Mate, our our best is never good enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we do two lines uh, each, and uh, yeah, at the end of the day, look, if you can do one better, send it into us. Um, do you want to? Do you want to go first on this one? Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you're you're in the mood for it. you've impre- you've uh, done about four impressions on this podcast already. <laughs> okay, so no, you yeah. go first. You want to go first? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> do or do not. There is no try. That's okay. Is that right? I well, tried. I feel it's okay, but every time I listen to it back, it's shit. I know. Oh, sorry, shite. <laughs> <laughs> so, tick. <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks. I'm gonna <clears throat> this is my best chance of getting one right. Powerful you have become. The dark side I sense in you. Hey, that's pretty good. I think we're, this is the closest we're ever going to come to. Uh, you know that every one of our listeners who's a Star Wars fan is like putting their... Putting their hand in their head in shame right now going, you guys. Or they're on the train going, no, this is how you do it. <laughs> well, I, I'm always afraid that I'm going to – because I've got a voice that goes along to sort of Kermit, Ray Romano, <laughs> Miss Piggy anyway. Oh, Kermit. Um, uh, we're gonna... not on Kermit the Frog. That's I know, ne- I know, next week. <laughs> but you don't want to bring that up, man. Yeah, that's, that's the heavyweight. Well, you'll smash me. That's the heavyweight. You'll smash me, will you? Yeah. Hey-ho. That's the – yeah. Uh, That's the one you keep <clears throat> for parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to dig deeper into my. Anyone repertoire. got an impression? Yeah, it's just my normal voice. A bit All right, go. <clears throat> Second line. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Oh, I mean, that was difficult. That was, yeah, it's a long, long sentence, right? Yeah, um, look, how do I say this without oh, offending you? Oh, um, and that was really good, man. Oh, no. Oh my God. You want to no, offend me. No, that was me. really good. Um, but um, you, sound, you, started, you started to sound like Animal from the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's all Jim Henson, isn't it? <laughs> uh, oh, my God. It? Just get on with your second one. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Okay. <clears throat> Once you start down the dark path, forever will it dominate your destiny. Consume it. Oh, shit. Oh, he's gone Bruce Lee. <laughs> oh. Consume you, it will. There you go. Oh, my gosh. Uh, at least and the, at least I've done a shite impression. Uh, yeah, I kind of went am- animal. Uh, you definitely went um, <laughs> Bruce Asian Lee. Bruce Lee. <laughs> I wasn't trying to. <laughs> Love you, Bruce. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. All right. We're going to have to really pick one that we can try and do well next week. Just to let I'd, people I'd know like to do, do Christopher Walken. I watched uh, – actually, I didn't mention this in my movies. I watched uh, Seven Psychopaths. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, and uh, – Yeah, I saw a little bit on YouTube with him, uh, you know, lines, and that was one of the things, Seven Psychopaths. Make sure you write in if you've got a, someone we want to do a – 
shite impression on, make sure you let us know who that might be. Yeah. Put us up to the challenge. The thing with Christopher Walken is you might step over into um, Star Trek territory. How so? Uh, so what Christopher Walken is, you know, like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to challenge no. ourselves right now. But no, I don't want to. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. You 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 yell Star oh, Trek yeah. all over. I see what you do yeah. there. <laughs> it's hard because there's a certain little thing that Walken Captain has that keeps Kirk him away from that. Yeah. Could be, yeah. Captain's log. Yeah, exactly. So uh, anyway, we'll work on that one. Oh, they're so bad. But we're going to move into my top five. Why? Because it's my, my top, top five. five. Mine. Mine. It is mine. <laughs> mine. <laughs> <laughs> no. my- Now, that wasn't an audio grab. That was actually Sean live in the studio. You know, uh, you have like, a I, wonderful high register. Yeah, you know, at school, I used to be part of the choir in primary school. <laughs> yeah, and I, went, I even went to the opera house. Yeah, so did I, man. Yeah. But I didn't go to the opera house, I don't think, but yeah, you know, I was there for because, one reason, one reason only. Yeah, fine, but we, we were good, and that's why we went to the opera house like, to, to, oh, okay. to do it. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> You're saying that we weren't? Well, did you go to the opera house? No, but uh, I mean that says it right there. I'm not telling you anything. I, I'm just stating dude, a fact. I'm I went fr- to Opera House. I'm the I'm from the Australian Capital Territory. They didn't have the Opera House. <laughs> we went to the War Memorial or something like that. Oh, actually, that, that still would have been nice. Yeah, yeah. And you know, the boy to girl ratio was like girls were ninety seven percent. I was the one. Yeah, right. Smart. Um, I don't know. I didn't join for that reason. I joined because I had a good. You voice. thought you had a good voice. Um, well, I did, and then what happened? I, I I gave up and went to sport, <laughs> and then everything just you know fell apart. Oh, I can. What are we talking about? Anyway, moving on. You uh, try and hit my pitches. Hit my pitch, bitch. Oh my god, pitch perfect a, three. I've got a good high register. Do it. <clears throat> I need something. Ah, uh, <clears throat> beautiful. Is that it? That wasn't there was no clarity in that. Oh. Sounds like a, a dump truck reversing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Welcome to 2018. Yeah, yeah. No, so uh, my top five. Yeah, what are we doing? Oh, my I God, yes. Segment. I know, I know. And today we've gone for biopics, the best biopics out there. What's a biopic, Jay? Well, a biopic is, uh, <laughs> is a... <clears throat> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, put me on the spot. A biopic is a, is a film uh, about a um, the life or uh, yeah, times of a, of a real person in his story. Yeah, good. Pass. Uh, now, why did we pick biopic as our uh, My Top 5? Because we've got I, Tonya. Yeah. Uh, coming out uh, mm. this week, I believe. Uh, yeah, next next week. Next week, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, and this week. Obviously starring yeah. Margot Robbie. Yep. Uh, it's one of the three films that she is also producing. Yeah. Uh, so v- well, very, we're much very excited to this. for this film. I think it's yeah. released by it Road Show, Village Roadshow yes. in this country. Yeah. yeah, Roadshow, yeah. So definitely looking forward to this film. So we thought in line with I, Tonya, let's look back at uh, some of the great biopics of, uh, of our time. Now, this is a... Pretty bloody hard top five, to be honest. Oh, completely. Because uh, there is obviously a lot of biopics, of course, right? 
uh, and you look back through the years and there's some wonderful, wonderful films. So I kind of struggled with this. We like to do like sub-genres within our top five, right? Yeah. But this is like a genre pretty much. So Yeah, pretty much like the, the, the Aussie films I did last week. But, um, yeah, that would have been a little we, tough. We, yeah. can still, we can still narrow down. And in fact, I narrowed down a little bit in here. That's how I searched for what I really wanted to look at. Okay, so... So how do you want to do this? Do you want to do honourables up front or no? No. The, the top five? Yeah, yeah. We'll go uh, top five. Just want to go like your five, my five? Okay. I'll go my five first if you want because I know you sure. like to. No, no. Steal my thunder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I've got. I had that one. Now these ones are, <laughs> these ones are, it's quite difficult uh, to put in a five. I will, but they're ever changing. That's what my top five is so always going to be. you're standing by your top five. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's very... It's fluid. It is fluid. So what you're saying is next year, your top five could be slightly different. That's right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it depends on my mood. Yeah. Uh, how I'm feeling about life. How many kids do I have? How many kids have <laughs> left home yet? Um, <laughs> so at number five, I have the 2007 film Into the Wild. I'm so glad you did. Good. And, yeah, yeah and, and that is about a guy named uh, Christopher McCandless. And, uh, th- yeah. I mean, the simple story is that one day he just gives up everything, gives his $24,000 in savings to um, a charity, gets rid of his cars and, and all that sort of stuff, and he's quite well off with his parents, just gives it all away and hitchhikes all the way up to Alaska to live out in the wilderness. Now, I think about doing this every day. Oh, yeah. Thank God for this podcast. Yeah. It's the only thing keeping <laughs> We'd me all be into the straight wild. and narrow. No. Um, now, a couple of good things about this is obviously it's directed by Sean Penn. Yes. So, brilliant. Yeah. And uh, obviously, Emil Hirsch is in it starring, yeah. and he's one of my favorites. Um, but it's also got a soundtrack yes. by one Eddie Vedder. And for those who don't know who Eddie Vedder is, shame on you. <laughs> but he is the lead singer. Of Pearl Jam, yes. one of the greatest uh, sort of early '90s, and I, you know I was going to put late '80s in there, but definitely early '90s um, bands, along with Nirvana and Soundgarden, people like that. Oh my God! Massive influence for me. Massive. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that was good. Number five. Um, oh, sorry, and and sorry. So back on that, one of the best soundtracks of all time. Oh, definitely one of the best soundtracks of all time, mm. and and it actually showcases a lot of um, Eddie Ve- Eddie Vedder's um, ukulele skills. Yes. Most of it's acoustic that. guitar or ukulele and just him and his voice. Uh, brilliant. I walk beside her. Yeah. I am oh, a better man. Back into that. Oh, wow. It's great, yeah. Yeah, do it. <laughs> you want me to sing it? <laughs> no, no, I'm telling our listeners to, to have a listen. Because, like, you've put yourself in it telling me, that, like, you know, I know that I have a bad voice, but when you say it, like, that's what I'm going to sing to you for the rest of your life. <laughs> Did that hurt? Did that cut? Did of course that... it does. Because I've always wanted to be a good singer. But I never put time into it. Sport was everything I did, and that's why I was good at sport. Right. I've always wanted to be a good actor, but look at where I am now. Yeah, you know? that's a lot of people. I'm behind the mic. I'm behind the camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, then at number four... I have Braveheart, 1995, obviously about William nice. Wallace, starring Mel Gibson. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a classic, really. I mean, Absolute classic, and directed by Mel as well. Yeah. Like, man, he literally put his blood, sweat and tears into that film, and what a great film. Yeah. Have hey. you seen that recently, just out of interest? Uh, no, but someone else did, uh-huh. and said that they could only watch about three quarters of it, because they found the last part of it quite difficult to Too watch. Much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so no, 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 no. Uh, at number three, I've got Elizabeth and 
as a package, Elizabeth Golden Age. Wow, nice. Um, because Our of very own Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett, because wow. that was one of the first times that she announced herself to me that she could hold the, the big stage, um, and play. Amazing. Yeah, and play someone who we don't really know. You know, you, you could look at some of the ones that are coming up, and you, you can see them today. They're doing interviews. We don't get to see Queen Elizabeth the first. Sure. And um, uh, and there's no real footage of well, there's no footage of her. So. Yeah, uh, she is harsh and stern. Can't think of any cold <laughs> uh, and yeah. powerful. Yeah. And yeah, everything about Kate Blanchett in that film is, is brilliant. So that's why um, that's in there. Then I have it. Uh, was that number three? Wasn't it? Yeah, I have another two. More. two uh, I'm excited for this. Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, had to put it in there. Martin Scorsese about uh, Jordan Belfort, uh, the guy who um, basically was the Wolf of Wall Street, and he learned how to short things and all these other terms that I through it, penny penny stocks. Yeah, made, made made a fortune. Yeah, I still don't really get it all. That's why I'm not as rich as what these guys are. <laughs> uh, but the film itself was just really well done. Leonardo DiCaprio was was brilliant, um, and I, again, that's all I need to say. And my number one is. I mean, it's, a, it's like another classic film, and even if it wasn't a biopic, it'd probably be in one of my top five somewhere. Yeah. And that is another Scorsese film <laughs> in 1990 about Henry Hill, Goodfellas. Goodfellas, yeah. <laughs> wow. So you, you got that at number one, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have to because uh, what a great film. All of those people in that film were brilliant, yep. especially Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, in that, especially the famous scene when um, <clears throat> you know he's in that bar uh, and he's like, ah, look, "I'm funny to you, how? I'm funny how? Like a clown? Like a clown makes you laugh?" He's <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's nuts. Yeah, so good. And kind of carried on to uh, Casino, really, didn't it? Yeah, and I watched Casino again recently. Okay. And it was okay. How was that? Yeah. And it was okay for me the first time as well. That's like three hours or something, isn't it? It's quite long. And it was okay for me the first time as well, but Goodfellas has it overall. Um, Yeah, and I've got plenty of others for uh, honorable mentions. I really like that top five. And interestingly, we only have one movie I've only got one of your movies, top five movies. Oh, in good. My top five. That's yeah, great. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, so obviously we both look for slightly different things in biopics, mm-hmm. you know. So my number five is... Aviator. No. <laughs> I'm going to walk over there and slap you in a minute. <laughs> yes. Oh, it comes up higher. No, it? it's uh, Catch Me If You Can. No, that's yeah. not <laughs> Which is an honourable mention. No, no, it's uh, it's <laughs> the man Iron Mask. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to Leo uh, yeah, films or yeah. there. <laughs> uh, yeah, you would you should have gone um, Edgar. Oh yeah, yeah. Damn. Now uh, walk the line. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Joaquin so, Phoenix, Reese Witherspoon, who won her uh, Academy Award for that role, directed by James Mangold, yeah, uh, Logan, and Three Tender Yuma, and uh, biopic on Johnny Cash. Man, what a movie! Yeah, and like a real acting showcase. And Joaquin was amazing. And uh, like, I'm not the biggest fan of Johnny Cash. Don't get me wrong; I really respect him. Yeah, but um, I still loved this <clears throat> film. I really like John- I really like Johnny Cash. Mm, I know. Uh, so um, yeah, I have nothing against this. I thought it was a great film. I've seen it a couple of times, mm. and uh, yeah, I mean, it's don't no. So I haven't got it in my honourables, but uh, you could sneak in there. 
So number four is a movie I really, really love, 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 and David Fincher, of course, and uh, at Social Network. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and, and written by Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. Yep. Yeah. So it's a real talky dialogue fest. Yeah. He's directing his own film now, isn't he? Um, yeah. Um, writing Molly's a game. Yeah. Molly's game. That was good. Game, yeah. yeah. And he wrote that as well. So yeah, Jesse Eisenberg, who love or hate, he was very good playing uh, Mark Zuckerberg, who was the founder of Facebook yeah. apparently, and that's what the movie explores. If no one saw it, there was some rabbit ears there with founder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Look, I, I just love this movie. It gets. Better than the more you watch it, too, I found. Yeah, yeah. Number three, you'll never guess, Sean. Uh, number three is Aviator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew it had to be in there somewhere. <laughs> Scorsese, oh, man, Scorsese and Leo again. Yeah. And but this this movie has like layers. Hey, so we've got three Scorsese films in there together. Yeah, yeah, you wow. know, hey? Silence in there? No. Um, so yeah, uh, the one thing I love about Aviator, other than the obvious of Scorsese and Leo, is Kate, Kate Blanchett, and there you go again, her role, um, was just amazing playing, uh, uh, not Audrey Hepburn, Hepburn, um, Catherine Hepburn, sorry, yeah, she plays Catherine Hepburn, yeah. and just amazing, and she obviously won the Oscar. God, I love Kate Blanchett. That. Oh, she's amazing. Like, I just respect her so oh, much. 10 out of 10 for me, I love her. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it's a Howard Hughes biopic who pioneered commercial flight, um, really. And, but what's interesting about this movie I really loved is, is the, you know, pioneering the commercial flight thing is all, you know, the kind of first half of the film, but then because he was so brilliant, he, you know, they start showing the OCD side of him and that, that was really quite powerful and. Leo, you know, carrying on in. in so remember, he locked himself, himself indoors, and, yeah, didn't he? And he's got all this money in the world, and, but yeah. Anyway, goes crazy, uh, literally. Uh, number two is more recent, actually, but man, I love this film. Uh, I've seen it probably four times already in, oh, okay. in only two and a half years, three years. Yeah, and that's um, the Imitation Game, which is uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, uh, directed by uh, Morton Tarden, and it's about Alan Turing, who was a mathematical genius who basically created the first computer um, and broke the uh, Enigma code of the Germans in World War Two. Um, yeah, and one of the things, if he didn't do that, we'd be in a load of um, trouble. Oh, yeah, big time, big time. <laughs> but then, again, what's another part of this, like the aviator that I loved, is um, uh, he was also a homosexual back then and he went through the chemical castration uh, as a result right. of him being that's uh, terrible okay, yeah, yeah which was just really sad so but anyway i thought um benedict was amazing in this film but also the movie itself is amazing and just a great biopic do you know because I, I really like that film uh mainly because of the subject matter what i find difficult with um with cumberbatch in a film like that mm. is that he's similar in most of his films like that he's a very smart guy maybe he's not even smart maybe (laughs) just he's able to play that sure um i know what you're saying yeah so that's the only reason i I still love it that's the only reason why it's not in my honorables is just because it's sort of a same same for him from my point of view but the film itself is brilliant look it's still in his lane but i think this is the him being his best yeah within his lane yeah um, except for, you know, he was in, what was it, Zoolander 2 or whatever. I thought I'd seen Zoolander 2. Oh, man, well, yeah. He's, he definitely can play different roles. He's got a couple <laughs> of new ones coming up, which is a bit different as well. Oh, good. Anyway, number one, without question, I've mentioned it on the podcast before. You mentioned it, mentioned it seven minutes ago. 
and that is a Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. You know, now, I know that people are going to think, oh, you know, it's new and it's modern, but I don't know. This, If ever there was a movie, there's two movies that were made for me. One was <laughs> Kill Bill and the second one was Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. It just ticked every box for me. I just loved it. I had like it was very interesting. The story was great. It was very, very funny. It was Leo like you've never seen him before. Yeah. Um, you know, drug, sex, rock and roll. I mean, what's not to like really? <laughs> so good. Yeah. I, I, I could actually watch that again tonight. Mm. Yeah, it's and been, it's been it goes enough. for three hours, but I could easily pop that on. And the other thing with Wolf is, I actually read the book before the movie. It was yeah, a very okay. rare That's time good. that I actually that wasn't in my top five when I was doing books. With, oh um, no, with uh, Richard the other night. Anyway, um, yeah, I read the book before the movie, and uh, the way that Scorsese captured the page was uh, amazing. And really, they did it very, very well. Oh, very true. There's the a book. song. There's a rap song out called Jordan Belfort. Yeah, um, I don't know if you've heard it, but. Um, it's very good. How, how's it go, Sean, in your high register? Go. <laughs> you can't do it in a high register. <laughs> um, you've got to do it in Gangster Street, and <laughs> I'm not willing to do that with you right now. Speaking of gangster, <clears throat> do you want to do honourables? Um, 2010, King's Speech about King George the Sixth. Got that. Yep. Love that film. Um, a Beautiful Mind, 2001. Got that. John Amazing Nash. film. Yep, starring uh, Russell Crowe. Crow, yeah. 2015, straight out of Compton. That's why I said go gangster because that's in mine as well. And that yeah. one, what a great, what a great biopic. Yep, they did that so well. And I left out like obviously ones with all the other rappers yeah, and so forth. And, but yep. but this is the one that I Took felt got it well. Yeah, did it. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Uh, 1997, uh, Donny Brasco. Okay, obviously Johnny Depp starring as uh, Joseph Pistone. Um, <clears throat> 2000s, Aaron Brockovich. Yes, Julia I noticed. I noticed that. I noticed that you didn't have any females in your list. That's all I'm saying. And I've had two so far. Eight times up. Hashtag um, eight times up. I'm just saying. And one I haven't seen, but if I don't put it in there, I feel that the character is going to step out of the film and beat the shit out of me in a kitchen, uh, and that's Raging Bull. <laughs> of course, because <clears throat> uh, it's in every top list. So I had to put it in there, even though I still haven't seen it. All oh, right. Okay. So you've hopefully it. you've seen it and you can put it in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the last one I have. Just because I'm going to pull this out of left field. Is it a baseball film? Nin- <laughs> so I wish it was. That? 1999. About Homer Hickham. About the, and I'm going to quickly go through this. The son of a farmer, of a coal miner, sorry. A son of a coal miner who always wanted to build rockets and shoot them off into the sky. Oh, uh, October Sky? October Sky. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. Chris Cooper. Yeah. Uh, that is something that, I mean, Gosh, 1999. I have about that film since it came yeah, out. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it, it, it did nothing. It went nowhere. But it was Jake before he was huge. Chris Cooper is always just solid yep, anyway. Always solid. Um, so those two together in this film, knowing that we know what, about Jake now. Oh, man, it was so good. I remember this thinking... You know, wow, this is a really grown-up film, and I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the time, yeah, got you at the right age too. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. What do you got? All right. Well, uh, you obviously had some of my honourables. Well, I'll work out what you didn't list in my honourables. So, uh, yes, I have seen Raging Bull. Uh, you do have to watch that once in your life. One movie that was a massive impact for me when I was about fifteen. I was in a massive uh, Spike Lee mode, um, and I love Malcolm X with Denzel Washington. It's just an amazing film. Um, Catch Me If You Can <laughs> I was only mucking around before But yeah, I love, I love that film uh, uh, Ali with uh, Will Smith Yeah, good Yeah yeah. Uh, 
The Fighter. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Christian, Christian Bale, Bale and... Marky Mark, yeah, Mark yeah. Wahlberg. Great film. Um, remember the Titans, Denzel Washington, The Blind Side, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah. Um, another one that's underrated and you should go back and watch it is Russell Crowe, Cinderella Man, directed by Ron Howard. Oh, yeah. No, I remember that. Film. That was all right, yeah. Uh, you mentioned Goodfellas, Serpico. Yeah. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge is even a new one these days. Now, I got two. I think we've covered the top 50 now. Yeah, I've got two there, though, <laughs> that you didn't mention, which I'm... Surprised? The one I'm very surprised by. Uh, now, the first I one... I probably just forgot, to be fair. Okay. Uh, the first one is uh, Man on the Moon. Yeah, okay, fair Jim enough. Carey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I should have put that in there somewhere. Charlie Kaufman, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other one, which is probably the, actually for me, is probably the number one biopic of all time, but it's not in my top five. Okay. But I respect that it's the number one film of all oh, time. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, it's Schindler's List. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I saw that as well, and I was the same. I thought it was a great yeah, film, lots of stuff, but, but there are other ones that I enjoyed an more. amazing film. But yeah, my top five yeah, is it's Wolf my top of Wall five. Street. It's <laughs> not so the world's top five, it's my top five. Yeah, no, it's mine. It's mine. I thought we'd discuss this. <laughs> All right, let's move into the next segment. What's hot? And what's not? What's hot? And what's not? So what? talk, talk to me. What are we doing? Uh, so this is a segment where we look at uh, things that are coming out across all platforms. Okay. Cinema. Yep. Uh, uh, home entertainment. Yeah. Uh, streaming. Yep. TV. TV. Netflix, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, down your local, you know, shop. <laughs> Community hall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things that people are just giving out on, you know. Gaming. DVD. We're doing gaming now. Is that um, what we're doing? Oh, gaming. No. Uh, I don't know anything about gaming anymore. I'm out of that realm. Mm. You know, I played my Xbox for the first time on the weekend. I allowed myself to play it. Oh. Mm. What'd you play? Uh, what did I play? Okay. It was so three da- it was so three days ago. I played um Well do you know what? Can I tell you? Because I hadn't yeah, played yeah. it for a while, right? For a yeah, couple yeah, of months. Yeah. So for the first three hours I played downloading and updating my Xbox. <laughs> oh, I've done that before. Oh my god. And then I thought and then you walk away and you forget about it. <laughs> oh it just took me literally took me hours before I started playing my first game. <laughs> yeah. Um uh. I think I can't remember what it was. Because, you know, we, 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 I wouldn't count ourselves as gamers, but we used to sometimes get online, but otherwise we'd have nights where we would just hang out and play through certain levels of a game. And I know certainly you and yeah. uh, Dickie, who you yeah, had on a yeah. few weeks ago, did the same yeah. thing. I think um, um, my father just got uh, Xbox, actually. So I'm, I'm keen to get back online because we're on NBN now. Yeah. It was always clunky before, but I'm keen to go back and okay. try it again with a group like you and yeah, Dickie yeah. and, and I'd love to do a racing also. game. Anyway. Yeah. For another day. Uh, so what have you got for us? Oh, uh, this is me? Yeah. Right. Well, I just learned Otherwise, I'm moving straight on. <laughs> <laughs> to <laughs> No. Let, what's hot? Well, let's, let's talk yeah. about what uh, is hot? Ma- Maze Runner Death Cure comes out next week. At the uh, movies. Oh. So, so this, this is um, the third entry into the subjective? Maze Runner. Say again? This list is subjective? Or? No, no, we, of course. But it's just what will be hot, whether you <laughs> like it or not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? It's what people will be talking about. I think that's what we should be thinking about, okay. right? Yeah. So I think when Maze Runner comes out, people will be buzzing about it. Love or hate, that's irrelevant. Yeah. 
but people will be buzzing around town about Maze Runner, the third entry. Now, I actually really enjoyed the first Maze Runner. I thought the second one was a bit of a letdown, to be honest. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they I'll, I'll agree one. with both of those statements. I enjoyed the first one. Mm, same. Yep. Um, I, Tonya, comes out next week. Oh That's going to be hot. Yes. Can't yeah. wait. Oh, can't wait. I know you're seeing a preview screening. Yeah, well... Of it before, well, what's that? Before you and I head off to go see Alanis Morissette. Yes, you, you, you ought to know. Yeah. Now <laughs> I'm not going to sing that. <laughs> uh, now, um, <laughs> do you know what? I'm I, thinking about. I got doing this. It. Um, I got this uh, email uh, from uh, Roadshow during the week. Yeah. That <clears> said, um, now listen. <clears throat> We are really tight on the Itonia premiere next week that Margot Robbie will be attending. And I'm like, hey, what? <laughs> what? There's a premiere next week? Uh, yeah, and the, you know, the tickets are really tight. So how about we just put a screening on for you and, and you come down and you watch it and blah, 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 which I appreciate, right? Yeah. But I didn't know there was a premiere, number one. Number two, I think that because it's Margot Robbie – I think she's probably inviting a lot of her cast and friends and family and all that. Which oh, is, they're filling up the audience. Because she's producer. Yeah. Completely her prerogative, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, for whatever reason, I got... Uh, bumped. I got bumped off the list. Oh. Hmm. That's the change in, uh, change in job, mate. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe. I'm not sure. Bump. Anyway, so <laughs> that was a lovely email that I received. Um, anyway, but I will be seeing the film hopefully before. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then again on the weekend with my uh, daughter, Samantha, who is really, really stinging for this film as well. I love a black black comedy, and this is a biopic, as we talked about yeah. earlier. Love, love some black comedy, dark comic timing. Did I tell you I saw a rough night? Yeah, I will, I um, heard your review on you the did. podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know why. Oh, I don't. Well, I, you explain why, but I, I still don't. Yeah, and I don't see how you you couldn't enjoy it. Like uh, for a fifteen, you know, like that sort of Friday Saturday oh, night. Oh, sure, sure. Get yeah, it, yeah, get yeah. It, get it. Um, I didn't laugh once. Oh man, I was yeah, I was. I was Maybe I was laughing with the uh, was it the husband who was on that kind of side journey and the, yeah, yeah. who did you watch it with? That. I watched it at the movies, um, but yeah. I mean, maybe I've got to give it another go because I wa- I had high expectations of this film. Oh right, yeah, yeah I yeah. love I, I love, Sc- I I love no Scarlett Johansson. I love Kate McKinnon. Yeah, you know, I love this kind of uh, concept or you know, and the genre. Yeah. I was really let down by it, but maybe I should give it another go. But I don't, I don't think I will. Yeah, I'm not going to force you to. I mm. just I enjoyed it. So, uh, Shape of Water. Um, Guillermo del Toro's new film comes out next week as well. I only saw the trailer for that for the first time four or five days ago. No way. Yeah. Right. Well, can I tell you, three months ago when I watched the trailer, yeah. I and I love Guillermo del Toro. Like Pan's Labyrinth is one of my favourite movies of all time, right? Yep. Uh, and I love Crimson Peak and blah, blah, blah. Love him. Except for uh, Pacific Rim was not the best. But anyway, um, I know he was doing that for a 10-year-old boys, right? Sure. Um, so when I saw the trailer for the first time, I was actually really kind of like, I wasn't keen at all. I was like, oh, this looks weird and I'm not into this, you know. Um, I surely trusted him a little bit more. And as the reviews started to come out and, you know, started to, you know, gain some um, positive reviews and attention, yeah. now, I'm, I'm, now I'm hanging. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, the trailer I saw it was, you know, fairly full on and 
in terms of the story between um, the monster and um, the lady. Mm. It looks great. Mm. I can't. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. Either. It's a. Gr- it's a. I think it's a perfect mix for me. And well, I think it's also very unique uh, from what I've read. It's it's an extremely original and unique film, and if it has got that uh, Del Toro kind of, you know, monster touch, it'll be beautiful. But know? it's a it's a story of belonging. Yeah. But rather than just showing it through one person's eyes, you've got it through two. Yeah. And insert Michael Shannon. Yes, thank oh, you. Oh, and Michael Shannon. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So there we are. Uh, what else have we got? Which is hot and more hot in Home End, Home Again. Comes out next week. We've talked about that a lot on this uh, podcast and really nice film. Okay. Another hot. <laughs> another hot. Yeah, yeah, hot. Go. go yeah, another hot. 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 Um, is a director video, so you won't know about this. Yeah. It's a little hidden gem. So this is Vince Vaughn oh. in Brawl in Cell Block 99. I No, I've seen a trailer for okay. this or I've seen something about it, yeah. On one of your rentals or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So that comes out next week as well, and that's that's a hot for DTV. He's got a shaved head in this, hasn't he? Yes. Yeah. But be warned, it's R-rated and extremely violent. Wow. Yeah, so don't pick that up if you think it's going to be a Vince Vaughn comedy. Well done, Vince Vaughn, to do something completely different. We saw that he was pretty menacing in Hacksaw Ridge, you know, just that kind of six-foot-four presence that he has. Yeah. And and this kind of makes sense, right? Mm. Another hot for me is um, on Netflix, which premiered, I think it was probably a week or two ago now, um, and that's Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. So you know what this is? I watched um, the Jim Carrey one. Right. Okay. Yeah. So Jerry Seinfeld, um, it's 20-minute programming. Yeah. He literally hops in a car, a hot-looking car, talks about a car for a bit, then grabs a comedian, a fellow comedian, and they talk in the car and they go to a coffee shop and they get coffee. Yeah. Exactly what it says. But obviously they've got funny stories along the way. I've seen probably about six or seven episodes already. And, uh, yeah, it's fun. Look, I mean, it depends on who he's interviewing or who he's with. Sure, yeah. Uh, and, you know, whether you like them or not. But um, that's fun. It's great. I think it's easy watching. And what did you think of the Jim Carrey one? Oh, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's, it's going along the same lines of uh, the way podcasts are going these days and certainly documentaries, but getting really into know just somebody outside yeah. of them trying to sell something Celebrity. to you. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because usually all of those, even when I'll just interviews, like I love Graham Norton show, but they're there to to pump a film or well, I think, a book. I think or James a, Corden broke the mould for this with car, Carpool Karaoke, right? And this is this what this was, was he was breaking down a celebrity that we only see on stage or whatever it might be, pops them in a car and just has a general chat with them and has some fun. You could ar- you could argue that Zach Galifianakis on Between Two Ferns uh, <laughs> did uh, something yeah. like that. If you if you guys haven't seen that, run onto oh, the uh, Funny or Die website, look up for um, Between Two Ferns and Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Um, uh, Hilarious. Well, well, he'll be talking to Natalie Portman and he'll say something like, um, so you were... Uh, Shaved your head for um, vendetta. 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 Did you also shave your V for vagina? Yeah, it was. It's the most <laughs> awkward interview you'll ever ever see. Uh, I have a feeling that they're possibly either into it, like sorry, in on the jokes, or they obviously um, uh, know that they're going to be roasted the whole time. Couple uh, of couple of yeah. couple more hots. Um, so Black Mirror season four is out on Netflix. 
Yeah. So for people who don't know, Black Mirror is like an anthology series and it's kind of like Twilight Zone, but it's a mix between sci-fi, futuristic sci-fi and it has that horror element as well or, or thriller, thriller, horror, sci-fi. Imagine, um, yeah, imagine uh, Twilight Zone, but very modern, very futuristic. Yeah. And having a close look at what will be what, what our future might look like. But every episode is very, very different. And it's really, really, really well done. Uh, so I encourage you to have a look at that. Season four is out now. Are you about to bring up, just I want to know, any um, Sam Worthington? No. Good. Okay, I'm going to add that one in. Oh, okay. Can I add in um, now? Because you're on this, the yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, Netflix as well. Uh, Unabomber. Oh, Yeah. Can I say it like that? What did you say? Una. Una. Unabomber. Una. <laughs> it kind of helped, but I look at the word. I'm like, Unabomber. Uh, the is Unabomber. That, um, is that uh, Sam Worthington? Yeah, Sam Worthington. Oh, it's right. got Chris Noth in oh, it, who yeah, plays Mr. Big, Sex and the City, City yeah. and, and uh, he's in The Good Wife and all that sort of stuff. And there's also someone else that um, people are telling me about. Now, I haven't seen this myself. But people that I am around will not shut up about it. Oh, okay. So, uh, one person even said it was um, better than um, uh, Mindhunter. Whoa. And I, no, yeah, I punched that person yeah. squarely in the face. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, but we haven't seen it, so maybe we should have been but <laughs> yeah. that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, next week if I come back punching myself square <laughs> in the face, well, <laughs> you know what happened. Uh, you know what's good. Uh, cool. That's a good one. I've seen that there a couple of times. I wouldn't normally watch that, but okay. Yeah. And that's a biopic as well, so. Okay. Uh, what about not? What's not hot? Oh, what is not hot? Well, this week uh, we see the release of Jared Butler's Geostorm. Oh. Man, if you, if you haven't seen that, that is, that's tough. I, don't, I just don't think I'll ever get there. I'm saying don't. Yeah. yeah. There's no point, right? Like I, I love a disaster film as, as much as the next person, right? I actually don't mind them at all. Yeah. They're escapism. They're fun. They're just, you know, special effects, yeah. extravaganzas, sound, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this is just boring as batshit. Oh, no. And it's shit. I did not like this film at all. Um, <laughs> it's the, it's the um, Phantom Menace of this the Star be, Wars trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> this could be on our rating system. It's yeah. Just don't watch. Could be one of the first ones. I just think I'm thinking about Phantom Menace, you know, and the whole sort of episode, uh, episode the whole movie was all like, if we take over the Republic, we'll have to add a decimal of 1.1 to the... <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yes, Captain. And then you hear, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> what? No, that was your Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> oh, that was... <laughs> What's wrong with that? We should do like more yeah. uh, shite impressions. We should just do the whole podcast about shite impressions. Uh, how's no? Uh. <laughs> Another not so hot is, uh, now I haven't seen this film, but I've heard nothing but bad things about it. And that is uh, The Snowman. Michael Fassbender's Nordic thriller, The Snowman. Stay away, kids. It comes out next week. I want to see it. I can't help it. Okay. Well, please go watch it, even though it's, it's on the not killer. hot list. I know. I want you to watch it now. Like, no, I, please I gotta, watch it. I've got to do it. Yeah, and you talk about it next uh, week. It's in my wheelhouse. Next week. And the only other not hot at the moment is uh, Netflix's uh, premiering, well, not premiering, but they've got on their new to the films, is uh, By the Sea, Angela Jolie and Brad Pitt. Oh. You want to watch that one as well, do you? Don't. My God, no! Is that that's all? it. That's it for that's me. That's it. For no, that was good. Not. That was good. Yeah. yeah, it's nice to know what to watch and what not to. 
But I, but even though you said not, I'm watching that serial killer thing. Please watch it. <laughs> I, I want you. To, I want you to go through two hours of pain. But now we're moving on to one of my favorite segments: two drunk guys and the bucket. <laughs> Sorry, was I meant to go in? Two drunk guys and the bucket. Yes. This is the segment where uh, people write in, put a few words into our bucket. We choose that uh, piece of paper with a word on it out of the bucket. Hmm. How do we try to associate this word? And we riff. We ad lib. Yeah. But we we try to be nostalgic about it as as much as possible. You know, that's the only way we can be. Yeah. (laughs) I miss the video store days. Are you ready to go back to the Titanic? Oh, my God. Imagine when... Life was that simple, like if if it could just remain that way. The, the whole VHS time. days you're yeah. talking about. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. When yeah. you used to have to wait for five minutes while your tape rewound in the VHS player. Yeah. Hey, Lord, let's not waste all our good stuff for this <laughs> uh, this bit here. We're gonna put that into a video store episode. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, uh, but uh, all right, let's let's get onto this. Let me um let me get my little bucket here. Okay. okay. And. Uh, Got some paper going. Thank you. And oh, you just ripped your uh, page there. <laughs> Are you right? And now I'll get this oh, one out. Got um, some gold on that too. Yeah, we might need that one for later. Anyway, the piece of paper I have says highway. It says highway. Not motorway. No, not motorway. Freeway. Nope, not a freeway. Not an underpass. Hi. It's a highway. My way or the highway? Is that what we're thinking? My way or the highway? I mean, it, it can go into that. There's no reason why it can't. Um, I mean, th- there are obvious things that pop up, I guess, mm. like Lost Highway and things like that. But I really... David Lynch, Lost Highway. Yeah. David Lynch. I didn't mind that film. Can I have an order of fries? Have you heard him talk? (laughs) Is that how he talks? It's not like that, but it's loud. Okay. I just did loud. That was it. (laughs) Nothing else I got right. (laughs) (laughs) Another shite impression. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There's a common theme on this podcast. Um, But uh, I didn't mind that film, actually. Yeah. It can be a bit weird for me. I haven't seen it, but, uh, you know, Hmm. it's a bit weird for me. Yeah, 100%. But I loved Twin Peaks. Yeah, I, I didn't mind it. Yeah. I mean, my favorite of his is probably Mahalan, Mahalan Drive. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah. I know. And these are things That'd that I, I really want to see, but mm. for whatever reason, it became very difficult. And, and they're kind of tough to watch today, yeah. I think, a little bit. But Naomi Watts is in. If I was that a highway, Mahalan? how would I. Sorry? Mahalan Drive, Naomi yeah. Watts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That was her uh, breakthrough Hollywood role. Wasn't it one? Oh, God, I can't say that. If I was a highway, how would I feel? I would feel like I had an interceptor driving on me at 250 kilometers an hour with a guy named Max Mad- driving the motherfucker. Oh, yeah, Mad Max. Oh, my gosh. Yes. When I visualize highway, I visualize that film. Some of the... Well, that makes sense. Some of the ca- camera scenes in Are that they on highway? Yeah, they're on highways the whole time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
some of the camera work in that movie was amazing and they were just trashing cars. And uh, Quentin Tarantino paid tribute to Mad Max in Death Proof. Yeah, right. It's funny. I just wrote down then QT Rodriguez because I couldn't think of what it was called just, just for a second. Well, Grindhouse. Grind, House. Grind yeah, oh, the Grindhouse. Yeah, House. and yeah, yeah. QT's half was uh, Death, Death Proof. Proof. Yeah. And what was Rodriguez's? It was a zombie one or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. His was... um. Planet Terror. Planet Terror, yeah. Uh, I was picturing the... Mm. I yeah, watched uh, okay. Planet Terror with the girls not, not long ago, actually. And uh-huh. they actually... It's pretty good. Like, it's pretty gross. It doesn't she stick like a um, machine, uh, machine gun, gun into, into her leg? Into her leg, yeah. Yeah. As you do, right? In an exploitation film. Mm. Can I give you my biggest thing ever? Like, I haven't, I haven't seen both of those films. Hang on, what? What? Hang on, what? Hang on, what? Hang on, what? Hang on, what? Don't explode. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hey, do the eagle. No, you can't bring that back. That will not save you. Hang on. You haven't seen either one of those films at all. No. Wow. I know. Because I remember you were around. You hadn't gone to the UK before those films came out. Oh, yeah, ages before. And we were like. Hardcore into the yep. into the pre-production and blah yep. blah blah. Yep, loving it, all of it. Yep. How did you? I don't understand. I think now, I started watching a little bit, and I don't. I don't know when. I just don't know. I just. I I, I can. I'm tell afraid you to watch them. I think Death Proof for me is probably my second least favorite uh, Quentin Tarantino film. What's the least? Jackie Brown. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. But. Paul I'm afraid. Taylor's I am afraid fun. to watch it. Right. Well, having said that, it's still great, and it has two scenes in it. This is this is death proof. Forty minutes of dialogue, ten minutes of awesome action, another thirty-five minutes of dialogue, and fifteen minutes of unbelievable car action. Right? Yeah. So, and you know, QT is famous for the dialogue, but you got to watch it just for the car scenes alone. I think I was really into uh, also with the zombie one. I wasn't really into zombies and that sort of stuff back then. I'd it's seen a fun zombie watch. films. It's easy to watch. That Planet Terror is easy to watch. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll do it. Have you got them? Um, <laughs> I I'm sure I'll find don't them. think I do actually, but they're on you know Netflix yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Sorry, I cut into what you were saying. No, no. I was um, what what I don't know. What's the best car scene ever made? Uh, Black Dog. <laughs> Black Dog? <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? Uh, Patrick Swayze. <laughs> oh, okay. 90, circa 98, somewhere around yeah. there. Yeah, circa who gives a shit. Um, Black Dog. Had Meatloaf in it. That was a film that, uh, if you remember... Oh, here we go. He's, he's going to try and justify his answer. No, no, no. Well... That's what this whole podcast is about, <laughs> is it? Justifying ourselves. Um, uh, when we used to get those previews, there was no, like on VHS. VHS, yeah. So they had two films. Most of the time, the best film was first, and then you you got to the end and you have to watch the other one. It's B grade, really, the other one. Yeah. A supporting title, as they would call it. I think this one, I just happened to let, I went to the bathroom when my other one finished, came back, and, and Black Dog had started. And I was like, oh, Patrick Swayze, I'll have a watch. And it became kind of my favorite film of that year. Wow. Because <laughs> it was so bad. It Easily was, pleased. It was because it just starts out like, you know, he's, he's an ex-con who needs a job. So he drives um, the trucks 
So as you're driving the trucks uh, along... So as you're driving the trucks along the highway, he ends up finding out that he's got, like, guns and stuff in the back of the truck. Yeah, That's what he's... Yeah, yeah. So, so then people start trying it. But then it, then it involves his family mm. and it just becomes this... Like, when, when did films go away from being so simple? And that's what this was. This was a simple film. This is yeah. what I loved about it. It was just a revenge sort of thing. You're going to attack me. Oh, and look, somehow my family is involved. And now you're going to attack them. Now I need, now, now, now I need to attack you. Attack, attack, attack. <laughs> One of my favorite revenge films is Back for Revenge. Real kind of dodgy, almost director video. Yeah. Back in the, do you remember that? No. <laughs> No, man, it had uh, C. Thomas Howell in it, I think. From oh, memory. wow, that's a name throwing into yeah, what a big but he was great in it, and it was just such a you know what it was actually. Mm. It was like The Crow. It was very similar to The Crow, yeah, but not without without the gothic uh, and supernatural side of it. Sure, it was just exactly the same story, like but that. Yeah, yeah. just grounded, right? And yeah, it was DTV director video, but it was just really I, I loved it when I was young. We're heading into those like the substitute, Tom Berenger. Yeah. And 187. Yeah, uh, 187. Uh, Samuel? Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things are like that. Mm. those simple stories that something happens and it's about like them getting the best of their opponent. I love that. All right, I miss, I miss those days. <laughs> we've, gone, we've definitely gone off topic. What about um, there's a movie coming to mind. Um, he's on a f- highway. Uh, it's like um, it's a revenge film. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to look up IMDb for this, guys. I'm going to let you know that I'm doing that. So just uh, just fill for a second, uh, Sean, if you don't mind. No, fine. I'm going to go into what I've got. I got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great little gem of a movie called, and you'll remember this because it was around the roadshow days, of uh, Breakdown, Kurt Russell. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember that was that? that was around the same time, a little bit after Black Dog. I was yeah. probably it was probably inspired by Black Dog. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the funniest thing you've said. All I night. remember about someone being locked in a boot in that film, and yeah, it was something like that. But yeah, I I, I enjoyed that. Film. Yeah, yeah. But that, exactly those sort of things. Funny we haven't mentioned uh, Fast and the Furious yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, highway on. film. <laughs> what about um? I'm going to go along the same thing. Road trip. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go into I like, like that. You, Road trips. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was good. And the reason why I thought of that is because Tom Green, I think of the mm. highway. I don't know if it's in his film or in Road Trip where he puts himself inside a deer carcass. Oh, you're talking about Freddy Got Fingered. Oh, Freddy Got Fingered. Mm. Bloody hell. <laughs> that, was, like, uh, that was, I think it was our rated at the video store and you know, we had yeah. under 18s trying to rent it all the time. Yeah. What was Drew Barrymore? Doing, I mean, I can't question, you know, her judgment. I love her, but she married Tom Green for a stage. I don't know. <laughs> There's got to be something there, but. Uh. Mm. And uh, Euro Trip was the sequel, yeah. Yeah, that was. That, that both are very good. Yeah, they're pretty good. I wonder yeah. how they hold up. Let's, let's <laughs> write it down. Let's do the double. I've been threatening to watch Road Trip and Euro Trip with the girls, but I just haven't. I wasn't sure how they hold up, you know. Oh my god. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Ing. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. 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 
Mockingbird boat. Everybody, have you heard? Have you heard? She's gonna buy she's gonna me, buy a, mockingbird. me a mockingbird. And if that mockingbird, mockingbird won't sing, sing, she's gonna buy me a diamond <laughs> ring. Oh my god! See, and oh, sorry, but anyone listening, that was not planned. I gave Jason a look and started with mock, and he was into it because that was one of our favorite films of all time, which yeah. includes a great highway scene. Yes, Dumb and Dumber. Yes, and <laughs> and um, that's the geekiest thing. One, ever. Of my fa- one of my favorite lines of all time, which is uh, when the bus pulls up at the highway on the highway at the end, and Jimothy runs up to the bus driver and says, "You'll have to excuse my friend. He's a little slow. The town was back that way." <laughs> Oh if you haven't seen that film, context is everything, and we didn't get a, a lot from that there. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, but it was filled with uh, lots of glorious bikini-clad women. Oh, yeah, thank you. I forgot about that. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just jumped right in. I jumped right in. I right? know, your head was yeah. there. I know, I, know. I know where it was. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they were expecting uh, <laughs> for him to say, oh, no, no, we're actually going to accept the job that you've, you've uh, given mm. us, but no. Yeah, so the, the bikini-clad <laughs> women hop out of the bus and say, hey, boys, we're looking for a couple of oil boys to rub us down for a couple of months while we tour around America. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no, no. We no. just gave context backwards. <laughs> this, this is why this, is this the, segment's called Two Drunk Guys. This is the memento of context. <laughs> yeah, work it out, listeners. Work it out. <laughs> You Write everything to, in pen on your arms because tattooing's a bit too far. You might have to listen to this section again just to get it. <laughs> Play it backwards. Um, hey, one yeah. thing that um, one thing that I love, I love, I love a lot. Freeway, highway. No, right, okay. Vacation, the original vacation. Chevy Chase. Oh yes. And they're on. They're, they're heading to Wally, Wally World. World. Yeah. And they stack the car in the middle of the d- desert on the highway, right? Yeah. And it crashes over a ramp or whatever. And remember this scene where che- um, when Chevy, Mr. Griswold, um, cracks a beer open with his son for the first time? Do you remember that? Uh, it's, been a, two, it's been a long time. Just them two sitting there and they have a beer and and, and Chevy Chase grabs a beer, I'm literally acting this out, and he, just, he has a sip like this. He goes, and then he hands a beer over to his son, uh-huh. the only first moment, and the son just skulls the beer. <laughs> and then Chevy grabs it back. He's like, Empty. Oh man! I've got to so watch good. it again because like, so it was very funny. What about think about films of that era? We're on a mission from God. Oh, uh, Blues Brothers. Yeah, mm. that's kind of a highway film. Well, there's a some, there's a definitely car chases and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, I love I love that era. I love those films. Yeah, I know they're great. I love that scene when they. At the end of vacation when they're going, you know, to Wally World and they're doing that slow motion run to chariots of fire in the empty car park of Wally World. <laughs> no. Oh. I need to watch this again. It's, it's, it's been a while. It really has been a while. I would should say it's it. probably been there. Hey, uh, we should mention that we're on the, um, the, the Central Coast Six Strings yeah. uh, tonight. Yeah, coasty, fact, coasty Lager, man. It's so good. And it's in like traditional cans and... yeah. Good in, stuff. In fact, many other nights uh, as well. Uh, I, I thought I'd try something different. Uh, the Six Strings have uh, got one called TPA, which is a tropical pale ale. Uh, it's yeah, not bad. Good, yeah. yeah, it's got like a little it. bit of a, a yeah, a harsher so, flavor. So they're actually brewed locally on the Central Coast. 
Mm. We are, they're, not, they're not sponsoring us, by the way. No, we're they're just, not. Uh, <laughs> we, just, we just like the beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they're actually brewed locally. Take me, take me. I was me. trying to, uh, yeah, trying to get us off topic there so we could think of more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, well, what, what about just Little Miss Sunshine? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Because that's, again, I need to watch that. It's been a long time. But so, a van, Steve Carell. Yeah, yeah. Alan. 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 I want to say Alan Alder. Alan. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even think of his name right now. That's bad. But, uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, everyone, yeah. Knows that. everyone knows who we're talking about. Yeah. And Tony Collette. You can look it up. Tony, Tony Collette. Collette. Yeah. Who's the little kid? Um, Abigail Breslin. Yes. Yeah. We The only person we can't think of is the guy who got nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. And Alan. he's been, Alan. you know, got a massive career off the... Now, I watched this recently. Because I wanted to show the girls this movie. Okay. And every time I brought it up, they're like, oh, I don't want to watch it. You know. And I thought, oh, maybe it hasn't aged very well or whatever. Anyway, so we watched it probably four months ago. Okay. And holds up very well. Very, very Good. well. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, but there was a scene in the movie that I forgot was in there. And the first time I watched it, I lost my shit. Like crying, laughing, right? Second time I watched it, it got me again. Because I've only seen it twice. It got me again. And do you know what that is? I don't know if you can remember the scene in Little Miss Sunshine. They're in the van on the highway or freeway. Yeah. And the the van's playing up on that. And the horn gets stuck. And <laughs> but it's not like a it's like <laughs> But the thing is, what's funny about this scene is it keeps dragging on. And so the first time it happens, you laugh. Oh, that's funny. And then like two minutes later, we'll just go like this. And you start creating, I mean, like a car will go past and you hear this. Like this. And every time that happens, uh, I'm I, get, laughing I, I, I start losing now. it more and more yeah. to the point where I'm uncontrollable. Happened mm. twice. I love that scene. No, very funny. Well, that, very funny that gag. Yeah, it was, it was very cool. Yeah, that's a great movie. What about um, going a bit dark here? I'm going to switch. I'm switching. Yeah, we, we, we've switched our roles. Like, I'm such the happy, positive person these days. And you, <laughs> you are, are heading towards the more... Is this a 2018 thing? Uh, it, it's been the last three months. I've, I've really tried to push myself to okay. be happy about nice. everything. I get there sometimes. But you still don't hug me. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> if, you really, a thing? if you really care about me, you just give me a hug. If you <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going with this? I don't know. <laughs> These coasty lagers are very, very I good. wanted to play along, but I didn't know what, <laughs> what, what was happening. Now, so I'm going, I'm going to go dark. All right? You cool with that? Alan Arkin. No, oh, Alan Arkin. I, just ha- I had to... Because oh, Alan Alder, Alan Alder, Alan Alder, Alan Arkin. <laughs> you couldn't get past Alder, yeah. No, I mean, Alder's great as He's well. He's a great actor, yeah. yeah. Speaking of great actors, and you've mentioned him once before tonight, and that's Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. Now, he is in a recent movie Danny. of mine that I love, love, love. We watched it together yeah. uh, in Dendi. Dendi oh, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, so a yeah. nocturnal animal. Very right? good. The yeah. more you watch that movie, the better it gets. Course, now, yeah, within the story, within the movie, within the story, within the movie, there's a scene which is really um, a great topic of debate, even though it's a story within a movie. And that is when he's on the highway, a freeway, motorway, and the uh, bandits pull him up, pull up, and they basically take his his uh, wife and his daughter and kidnap them. Yes. And Jake Gyllenhaal is left stranded, right? 
So, and what's unusual about this scene is because in movies you, you tend to feel that the father would fight back or fight for his family or do something. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal literally just sits back, sorry, his character in within the movie just sits back and kind of does nothing and lets them go. So there goes, there. there's the debate, right? Yeah. What would you do? Because that's, uh, while I was watching it going, hang on, maybe I would do that. I don't know unless you're in that situation. No. If someone was taking my, 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 my wife and, and daughter and they had a gun, maybe you do become powerless at that time. I don't know. Or maybe you lose your shit. Yeah. And just get shot. And get shot and die. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? So I just found that really interesting the way they approach that story within the movie. Yeah, but but just a memorable, memorable scene. I need to watch that again. Yeah. That was, so you've only seen it once? Yes. Yeah, mate, do yeah. it again. The second time was brilliant for me. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I really want to because I, I enjoyed that experience. Mm. Um, hasn't There's been few and far between those types of experiences in uh, 2017. Yeah. So I hope that we uh, we have some. Uh, the Shape of Water looks like it could be quite good. Yeah. But, you know. Well, Three Billboards was my nocturnal for this year, I think. And okay. We'll, we'll talk about that. You know, I think that had that as much impact, or if not more, actually. Yeah. Um, we can't go past highways without mentioning an Australian classic, which was not mentioned in your Australian top five the other day. Wolf Creek. No. Um, but I'm glad you mentioned that. The rifle scene in Wolf Creek when they're on the highway. Mm. That scene is amazing. And remember it, seeing it on the big screen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then shot in the head. Oh, just amazing. For people uh, who don't know what we're talking about, he's probably, I don't know, maybe two mile away or a mile yeah. away, I'm not sure. You can't see him. Uh, we're talking about yeah. Mick Taylor. Uh, shout out to John Jarrett. And yeah, and you just hear this rifle go off. And, just, and then nothing. And then... <laughs> straight in the yeah. head. It was, it was really well done. Uh, no, I was talking about um, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, where you've got um, uh, Guy uh, Pierce. Yeah, I saw it go past. Dressed in drag mm. on top of a bus yeah. on a highway. Sorry, was it Guy Pierce on top? Yeah, yeah I think it was oh, Guy maybe Pierce. Hugo Weaving or, yeah. I think it was Guy Pierce on top. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and uh. on, the, on the highway <laughs> and such a... Such an iconic uh, scene, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was great. Uh, fine, yes. Uh, I loved, I actually love that movie. of the stage play. I went to see that. And yeah, I don't know why I didn't get it all. And as I said, it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing to do. Put your top five Australian oh, films. Oh, look, I wasn't, no, I was just, I was saying that I didn't get a mention more than anything. It's not in my top five. But I really respect the film, yeah, and for its you know what it was and how iconic it well, is. Well, same as a lot like the Sum of Us. Oh, what a great movie! You know that, that was a very simple film. Yeah, and Russell Crowe, yeah. Jack Thompson, Jack Thompson, yeah, and uh, the founder of Chopfest. Yeah, right. Um, John Paulson. John Paulson, yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah, remember? That's right. I forgot that John Paulson was in that. Yeah. Um, but it was just the uh, the uncomfortable awkwardness of like sort of a what, late 80s, early 90s maybe. Uh, I would say early um, 90s for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where, you know, Jack Thompson playing the sort of, at that okay. time, the ochre everyday man, 
who's a father to um, a gay son and he wants to be okay with it and he brings his, you know, partner, boyfriend over and they're sitting on a couch together (laughs) and as, you know, one would say, you know, cheers or salutes or anything like that. Jack Jack Thompson's like, (laughs) he looks at everyone, he looks left and right and he's like, up your bum. (laughs) (laughs) Up your bum. (laughs) So good. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's awkward humor right there. It was. And he just, he wanted the best from him and all that sort of stuff. But, uh, you know. Now, Swinging, speaking of Australian films, Swinging Safari comes out uh, next week. Now, I didn't have that in my heart or not because I don't know what people are going to think about this film. It's so funny. It's off the wall. I haven't seen it. Obviously, you've seen it. I haven't seen it. it. And it's really darkly comic and and really black and just very, very in your face. So I actually really enjoyed the film, but – it comes with a, I can't recommend it because it really depends on your humour, your funny bone and what tickles. Where does it sit against the other Australian film, Idiot Box? Uh, oh, no, no, no. It's it's more like, um, do you remember like, remember how dark, very bad things was? Just yeah. in its comic humour. It's more kind of like that. It's, it's, it's a hard one to... Pick it's, it's you just got to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I had a lot of fun because I want to support Australian film. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it as and I laughed like for the most part of the movie. But I know that there was parts where I was laughing and no one else was. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, that has nothing to do with Highway. <laughs> that's what this segment is. <laughs> Two drunk guys and a bucket. And nowhere to go. Uh, hey, can I, I can't go away. I can't go from Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this beer is great, man. Um, speaking uh, of Hawaii, yeah. how was that emergency? Well, hang on. Speaking of Hawaii. Well, I went to say highway. <laughs> Hawaii came out. Yeah, and now you've got and something on that. Off topic, right? <laughs> Speaking of, how was that emergency thing that happened in Hawaii two nights ago? Oh, that was pretty crazy. Like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. You could do a whole short film that's 30 minutes long about that. 100%. Yeah. It went for about, yeah, 42 minutes or 38 minutes. Oh, right. Before yeah, they down sent out the warning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fine. So for those who don't know what we're talking about... Hawaii at uh, something like 8 a.m. in the morning, maybe. My facts could be a little bit wrong. Mm. Um, it, they received a uh, emergency message from, I guess, the council government through text and, yeah. and um, radio and news saying that uh, go undercover, get shelter because there's been a, a ballistic missile launch and we need to protect ourselves. Go. Yeah. Like shite. How's it? <laughs> How did you? <laughs> Highway, ballistic missile into Hawaii. Hawaii, no. highway. Uh, I stumbled on. Doesn't ha- work still. I stumbled on highway <laughs> and Hawaii came out. Uh, and then my brain went, oh, Hawaii, ballistic that missile. That was interesting, yeah. I've got to tell everyone about that. Can I sit here for half an hour and talk about North Korea? No, <laughs> no, unless there's a movie about it. You can talk about the interview? Yeah, the interview. <laughs> Seth Rogen. Oh now, um, now, I cannot go on and finish with Highway and not mention a classic as a horror fan, the yep. classic scene in um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, Yeah. when um, the, the girl gets away at the very end 
and she takes off in a truck and uh, Leatherface is there with his chainsaw zipping around and he, he gets tripped over and cuts his, uh, cuts his own leg with his own chainsaw in the middle of the highway. Yeah. Boom. Is that the original one? Yeah, original. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I saw that once. Mm. Well, he only oh. needs to say it once, yeah. Yes! Back to the Future as well. Oh, my God. Where we're going, Sorry, we I know you went Stephen highways. King, but I just had to go with, like... We don't need highways. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I just... Roads. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going, we don't need roads. It's even in our... Um, well, no, it's not in our... Well, there's <laughs> highways <laughs> of the sky in Back to the Future too. Oh, my God. I love this. Back to the Future. It's happy times again. Yay. Yay. Flames between <laughs> your right legs. Uh, they should remake where I was going. They should remake uh, Christine. Yeah, Stephen King. I remember that. That was Christine. scary when it first came that. out. Yeah. Do you remember a movie, um, a dodgy DTV Stephen King adaptation called Maximum Overdrive? Do you remember this? I remember the name. I yeah, I remember the name. I don't remember the the show. It starred Emilio Estevez, and it was where um, all the machines, um, uh, I guess, come alive, kind of or not. Yeah, and they just turn against the humans. <laughs> Sorry, Where is I'm he going today? dark again. Hey? Where is he today? Emilio Emilio. Oh, he's trying to get his brother out of... Remember that uh, <laughs> movie Judgment Day? Judgment Night. Judgment oh, Night. Ju- I like Judgment... And Cuba, Good and Junior. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Judgment Night. had a Night. great soundtrack to it yeah. as well. Uh, anyway, that was because uh, the reason I thought of that is because uh, one, Emilio Estevez, but two, it was in a, um they drove around in a friggin' Winnebago. Yes. This is what you're using highways and all that sort of stuff. What about Free Jack? Do you remember Free Jack with Emilio Estevez? It was oh. like a futuristic. Oh, is that with Reese Witherspoon? No, oh, Freeway. No. no, no, no. She was no. in Freeway. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oliver Stone. Yeah, with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. We've talked about that, the big bad wolf, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, no, no. Free Jack was like a sci-fi, futuristic sci-fi. But his biggest film was um, probably maybe Men at Work. Maybe? No. Young Guns. Oh, yeah, Young Guns. I mean, it's got to be Young Guns, yeah, right? Yeah, it has to be Young Guns, right? If not um, Mighty Ducks. Mm. But Young Guns would have to be the, the biggest one I think he's ever done. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for joining us. The uh, The movie guys off topic. Yes, we're back. Yeah. 2018. It's going to be a big year this year. Uh, we're going to throw in lots of different specials we've got going on. We've got some um, famous people um, joining oh, yes. us throughout the year. We'll let you know about those uh, in um, as soon as we find some. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, (laughs) And we have a brand new sponsor, and we'll let you know about them as soon as they come on board. As soon as they come on board, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Uh, No, but we do have a brand new sponsor, and we do have some people coming on board. We're just being dicks because we're drunk. Uh, But yeah, thank you so much for joining us again. Um, Thank you for your support over um, the last four months. Yeah, definitely appreciate that. Make sure you um, you rate and comment on iTunes and good yeah. or bad. It's all good. <laughs> and uh, if you uh, if you have anything else to say, I don't care. You can't tell me. I'm sitting on this side. You're sitting on that. You're talking to me or other listeners? <laughs> you. Oh, oh right. <laughs> Join us next time for Off Topic with the Movie Guys. Ciao.
wait, wait. You forgot Shane Bassett, our movie extraordinaire and all-round nice guy. He's our in-house movie critic. You can reach him on Twitter and Insta at movie underscore analyst. <laughs>